Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my dear listeners. Welcome to episode number seven of the Polarizer podcast. As you might have noticed, the last couple of episodes have been significantly higher in audio quality, and that's because these new interviews are recorded on higher end gear. So I figured I'd throw that in there. It's a nice little progress in the production of the show, investing some um, good money into it, investing some a lot of time into it to figure it all out so i hope that's noticeable on your end because i want you to enjoy the show as much as possible and if you're interested in audio gear and recording gear and microphones and all that i wrote a lengthy article about all the tools i use to make this podcast you can find that in the podcast section of the website thepolarizer.com and by the way keep subscribing to the show and keep telling your friends about it. It really helps getting the word out. I love making these. And the more listeners I have, the more I can make of these. So today I'm talking to Marnix. He's been my friend for pretty much my whole life. We know each other. We lived, we grew up in the same area. And he he's a professional chef. And he started doing that very young. And before he was even 20, he worked in some restaurants that had Michelin stars, some of the best places in town. And he started his own catering business when he was 19 years old. And by the time he was 21, 22 or something, he he had a successful business going with, with his own car and he was making good money. And he was doing that, well, most of us in the friends group just barely... Um, got into college so so he was enjoying all this uh, monetary success and career success and then he decided to close down his business sell everything he had his car all his stuff and travel the world and he traveled to nepal went through singapore and malaysia lived in australia for a little bit worked there too and then eventually ended up going to papua new guinea where he joined a tribe actually he he lived in in the middle of the jungle for a month with this tribe and these people uh, hadn't seen a westerner in their entire life so he really really went off the beaten path and he lived in this in these uh, in this jungle with no electricity no running water and we we have a lengthy conversation about what that experience was like and we also talk about his travels through Nepal and, uh, and the other places he went. And when he came back to the Netherlands, we all noticed that he was a very much uh, changed person. He, he was very level-headed, extremely open-minded. And this trip really changed something big in him. And this is part one of a two-part episode. Because by the time we finished recording, we started talking about all other kinds of things that are episode worthy too so in the next episode we will talk about uh, many psychedelic drugs that he got into that also form was a big part of his journey and what made him realize things and change his mind and attitude about a lot of things and we also talk a lot about photography in that episode because he's way into that too and so am i so we we have a lot of technical talk about that and um, yeah, that's basically part two that's coming in two weeks after this one. 
So I hope you enjoy it. It's an interesting, very free-form conversation. Marnix is an interesting guy, and if you like this episode, you will probably love the next one even more. So without further ado, here's Marnix. I hope you enjoy the show, guys. Recorded someplace random on this interesting planet we live on with your host, Nick Hubei. You're listening to the Polarizer Podcast. All right, man. Hello. What's going on? I'm fine, man. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, so, a couple of years ago, you set off and started traveling the world. Mm-hmm. And you're you're back in the Netherlands now after, well, for a while now, but you were gone for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, tell me your story. What was the reason? Like you were, I remember you running, you were running your own business at the time. Yes, man. It was just before I, um, I uh, just before I, uh, I went traveling. I was running a business uh, for myself uh, and working hard in that, and it became kind of a success. I mean, I could live from it for three years and, and doing my stuff, and, and, and that was fine. But at the moment, I was doing catering at that moment, catering business. So. Uh, I learned cooking in Michelin stars uh, restaurant. Yeah, that that's like really high end. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. high end. Get, get get on the mic. Like, yeah, 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 closer to the yeah. mic. Hello, hello. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's uh, th- that's really high end. I mean, uh, seven courses, nine courses, uh, a lot of different meals, a lot of different textures. It becomes like painting with food. <coughs> And um, so this is what I was doing uh, for myself those days. And give give me an example of one of those uh, recipes you made. Um, you know, it's um, it's good to speak about food in terms of uh, at that level. When we speak about food, it's good to speak about it in terms of uh, different textures. Okay. Like um, with a fatty texture, for example, from a cream from some uh, vegetable, parsnip or carrot or potato or whatever. That's the fatty texture of a cr- of, uh, of 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 that cream, and you combine it with something crisp something you fried or some foam texture with garlic or uh, some smoked stuff or burned stuff sometimes. Um, like butter, for example, you can burn. Um, to, bake, to make bernoisette. It's one of the only things you can actually burn to make it much nicer. Okay. Uh, so there's, different, there's different, different things you can do to food. And uh, because we are so wealthy now, we have so much of stuff. We have so many different kinds of vegetables we can eat or, or meats or anything. Um, you can use those uh, uh, elements as colors on your pencil board. Right. Okay. Cool. That's that's uh, being very poetic about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It comes with the with the act, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, but you also did things with like um, uh, like what's what's it called? The stuff that's. Like liquid nitrogen. Liquid mean, nitrogen, yeah. <laughs> liquid ni- nitrogen is pretty badass, man. I mean, you can add it to a certain texture. For for example, liquid, uh, a juice from orange with some liquor in there, just as a as a base. It will be on room temperature, and you add the liquid nitrogen, and you start stirring around, and the smoke comes off and shit because the li- liquid nitrogen is minus one hundred ninety six degrees. Celsius when it's yeah Celsius yeah. when it's when it's uh, liquid, so d- like that you can make quickly like a sorbet of these of these elements. But it's also pretty dangerous, right? You gotta you, if you no, it's 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 cool, it's all right. Yeah. Like what it does when it touches your body or or a, a hotter surface, it 
um, starts to become a gas. Oh yeah, because it heats up. Yeah, exactly. Right. So it doesn't burn into you. It like it, it bounces it off. It bounces you off you. Yeah like, yeah. like oil, for example, would be doing something differently. That would like stick into your stuff and burn right. in. So it's a bit less huh. dangerous than okay. with oil in that sense. Yeah. All right. So you, you were you were doing that. Like how old, how old were you at the time when you were doing that? Um, twenty one. Twenty one. I started doing that. When, yeah, yeah, and and you had your own business by the time you were. No, this was twenty one. Well, you were twenty one. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's ain't you know that's yeah. quite an achievement for for being so young. That's true. Yeah, but, I mean, that's what people told me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's true. Like uh, for me, it was a, a like an, an obvious thing to do because mm, I I learned cooking in those Michelin star restaurants. I was doing my thing, and I wanted to do it for myself. Just maybe I was ready for it. I don't know. It, I, I was I was inspired to do that. Right, and that's and you uh, make it. You made it work. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. That's uh, pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and then back to traveling. And then, because, yeah. yeah, hold on. And <laughs> then, 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 you know, like you, you were doing that for three years. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, well, you know. Uh, I'm I decide to quit. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's that seems it's, to be a really sudden. That's an interesting move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, right. when things are going well. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Like, um, where, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were different things. Like, things in my personal life. But also... Um, I was not always um, agreeing with what I was doing as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, and I felt a bit of this ethical discussion inside myself, which made me doubt what I was doing was something actually something good to, to leave, leave a good footprint, you know? Okay. So the, I, I th- when I started, I thought like, yeah, this is what's being successful. And people always told me this. This is when you're doing it well and, and uh, everybody should be happy. But inside me, I was feeling this kind of discussion between what what like it did it feel wrong in a way, but like where like why yeah like that why I will give you an example like when I was um, <coughs> I had a catering for twelve people uh, they paid a lot of money for that like two thousand euro for something like that and I bought in foods and I felt like the the bigger story I could tell about these foods the bigger the experience right. became. And um, it's like, it almost feels like the, the, the success is the, the air within a bag of chips, you know? Okay. <laughs> like yeah, you, you, you add a lot of stuff to it, yeah. <laughs> so now, and then I decided to do that. Um, I just got an idea. Like I'm, I'm, I'm an impulsive guy as well. Right. So that also when I was being entrepreneuring, uh, I had lots of different ideas and being involved in stuff and then and then in my mind suddenly comes this idea like hey why not take the time to to explore a bit hmm. to take some steps back to uh, to to take some distance to maybe give space to uh, whatever side there what might want to pop up okay and then uh, then you sold your car you you you, you quit the business and then yeah. where did you go um, I left off uh, with my backpack uh, to Nepal, uh, Nepal. With, with just wow. a one-way ticket so I, I didn't know what was coming and that was the ex- uh, experience like that was the adventure to just jump in there and then see what comes well, and what go did you with it and take with you in your backpack just some clothes yeah man mm. and a camera yeah that's where that started man that's where that started so m- maybe straight from the first day uh, when I landed in Nepal I got into this, you know, you come outside of the, the airport in Nepal, in Kathmandu, capital city, and 
suddenly around you there's 10 of these tech cab drivers like uh, pulling, uh, at you. pulling at yeah. you and screaming yeah, come with me come with me I'm very nice and then, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's all of them and I came there with actually no idea My in my head I was like okay I come outside of the airport and I just gonna find a bench to sit for 10 minutes and let the environment <laughs> soak it up so uh, but I didn't have the chance for that uh, because all these cab drivers <laughs> were there and then I went with one to uh, because at some point there was some guy who actually was kind of nice and he helped me a bit and he, he drove me somewhere and then it starts but from that moment you ask me what's in your bag I had that camera I bought like before traveling a camera which I would like because I always had the, some inspiration for making um Photos. Pieces, taking pieces of the world as a, as a photograph, like like taking pieces of the environment, and so and then that started, man. Then the photography, started. yeah, yes, man, yeah. But um, did did you um, like uh, did the cab driver just take you somewhere, or did you know where you wanted to go, or, or kind of? I didn't know much. I know that was like Tamel, is like the part of the city where where the most of the tourists are or something so it was kind of a safe bet at the moment right well. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you well, would I take mean, me and find some uh, hotel there that's that's, yeah. that's all right no. i mean um right so you were there mm-hmm. and you were just like walking the streets there and mm-hmm. and you know like where you staying in hostels or yeah man that kind of stuff and at some point also with a nepalese family i met there i remember at one point you went to like a to a little town somewhere yeah and Oh, sorry, man. Dr- trying to drink some water over here. <laughs> and I touched some kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, you did. Let's see. Test, test, test. But you're, you're a genius in this, man. You can make this work. <laughs> sure. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, you you, uh, <laughs> you uh, hit my volume. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, yeah, at one point you you ended up moving to to a town somewhere or or a city, and yes. y- and you lived there for for six months or something. Yeah, five. Yeah, it was like the longest uh, possible <laughs> extent of 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 the tourist visa there. Okay, and but, but uh, from what I understand, it was a um, very quiet, like small place and not mm-hmm. touristy at all, right? Yes, and, that's true. And um, and how did you end up there? Now this is the interesting thing. What I find interesting when I'm traveling, like the first um, area you arrive when you're traveling, is mostly some airport or, or some big city or something. And these days, um, <coughs> those big cities they look like each other more and more and more. You find the H&M and the McDonald's everywhere. Yeah, so like all, all big cities are kind of the same. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. they're a little different. Yeah, but, yeah, for you know. sure. But yeah, yeah. you know where I'm going. So if 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 you want to see some deeper and older culture, you have to go uh, outside of the big cities. And the deeper you go to some fucking farm area somewhere out out there, the deeper you can see those old traditions and the old people moving in their slow habits and happy habits. And that yeah, that's inspiring. That's inspiring. Well, when um, I, I remember when you uh, came back, you were very uh, like spiritual. Mm. Like you know, you came back a very different kind of guy. And, mm. and you, back then, you kind of 
told us like yeah you know like i realized so much when i was there in uh you know in the mountains mm-hmm. and living there yeah um like uh can you give an example of what what kind of realizations you found <laughs> there and then you <laughs> that's know. a nice question a big one as well i mean there's um what like when i look to these people now from where i am here again i see these we, we are in the Netherlands, by the way, yes. sitting in a nice park next to the water. It's, uh, yeah. it's a nice day. Yeah, yeah, having a little picnic here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these people, they live a very um, clean life in a sense. They're doing what their parents were doing and they're doing the, which, and they do what they parent, their parents did. But um, they take from nature... Everything what grows, they grow their own rice and their own millet and their own <coughs> vegetables and they have the chicken. It's really this kind of life. And in a sense, when, when, when I arrived there and, and lived, lived with them, it was a bit like time traveling. I mean, it, everything goes differently and slower, like on a movie. But I saw something else in the people as well, and that's a certain happiness. The people were very content, man. Very, even, um, even though they didn't have a whole lot compared to what we have. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. And, and they and, were and very yeah. happy. And here yeah, I see on when you walk on the streets, or there's a more rushy, uh, uh, closed kind of mentality. Right. And that's that's a different I saw. And I, wow, wow, that's inspiring. And you know, my background is food, and and I, I like to know uh, about the health of food as well. And and when you look to old, old diets, the old diets were able to feed the people in such a healthy way. Their, their, their bodies were so strong, their teeth, their bones, their, their physicality. Right. No. So it, and those things are inspiring, man. And you can still see these spots. You, you, you go to a place and uh, move out of the big city and then move out of the big city and then move out of the big city and then move out of the big city until you, until you find like the, the, the old people or something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes sense. The further you go inland, the, f- yeah. the further you go away from touristy places, the mm. more genuine it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it becomes like a university. And it's not some holiday you have <laughs> uh, on, in a resort, you know, with the swimming pool and the same drinks in the bar you can find at home. But then you're like dropping yourself out there also to, not just to see it, but also to cooperate with it. I mean, you're in the middle of it. You have to interact with it. And this way you, you learn much about yourself as well and about what we are as people i mean all the 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 the, the things you can see from it right yeah. it's kind of like a life university yes man right. yes yes yeah <clears throat> and and after um yeah so so you were staying there you were staying there with a family mhm like in nepal yeah how how um were were you literally a part of the family there well like in um so the the theme of it is that I like the the back in the nature life, mm-hmm. and I went to Papua New Guinea afterwards. Right after Nepal, uh, I've been working in Australia for a couple of months, and then I went to Papua New Guinea. All right, so um, let's follow the timeline. So after mm. after Nepal, you went to Australia. Well, with some stops in Malaysia and Singapore, but not really relevant. Well, uh, did you um, spend some time in those cities as well? Yes, man. I've I've been going around that photographing. I met an old friend, um, and then and I went back to Australia. 
Singapore and Malaysia, what 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 are those cities like? Can you compare them? Oh, anything or Singapore is impressive, man. Singapore is impressive. Singapore is an is an island, and it's completely filled with buildings. So nothing grows there. There's no oh, wow. there's no, there's no <laughs> potato fields or no cows or no shit. It's just streets, and everything comes there with chips, and um, the place is very very regulated. You get amazing high um, uh, tickets for walking through red light or being uh, throwing trash on the ground. It's very fucking clean. Everybody's just doing, it's walking and marching in the same pattern. Yeah. So that's that's Singapore, but the 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 natural aspect of it, like if if you if you're able to become a part of the family when you are somewhere, the Papua New Guinean people, they had an answer to this man. All right, they, right, right. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that in a sec. But, <laughs> okay, all right. Then you went then you went to uh, Malaysia. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what what's that like? I've never been there. Malaysia. Well, I I was in Kuala Lumpur because I needed to do some chest scan. When you like Australia has a has a really strict uh, border protection, so when you come from a uh, country with which is called like a risk country or something, you have to do a chest scan to see if you don't have any I don't know what's called tuberculosis or anything right, inside so some that, that weird they don't, disease. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> that they don't want to have inside uh, the country. Yeah. So I needed and they couldn't do that in Nepal <coughs> anymore. So that's why I went to Kuala Lumpur to right. go to a hospital and do that. Yeah. Now, how much time did you spend in there? Like uh, uh, Malaysia and Singapore together, like a month or a month and a half. Oh, that's just pretty short. long, actually. Yeah, yeah. I had to wait for the for the hospital thing. And okay, so it's but that's fine. Yeah. Kuala Lumpur is a fun city, or man, if you like food, Kuala Lumpur is fucking amazing, man. Really? Yes. That's there's so much food on the street. That's like a different culture. Here we go inside in the place and be on the table and eat. And but there, are people are eating the whole day, uh, walking on the streets. On the streets, uh, uh, and and just eating small things or going somewhere. Well, and the whole day, you can find uh, street food there. Right. What, what kind of vibe does the city have? Is it like is it like a modern or is it just kind of, you know? Yeah, it's modern. It's really is modern. It clean. The, no, it's not really clean. <laughs> okay, so it's 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 kind of like uh, I don't know, like probably like Bangkok or something. Or possible. I've not been to Bangkok, but I can imagine. I can all imagine. Right. All right. Hmm. It's tropical there too, right? Yes. But, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's nice with all the meat on the street. And the <laughs> yeah. Rats and shit, yeah. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so street food is like barbecues or, or fruit or... They do a lot of stuff, man. They cook, boil rice, make dishes, fry stuff. Uh, yeah. And the locals probably eat it too, right? Yeah, it's man. like it's people don't really cook themselves, less, I guess. yeah. 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 Unless you have a family or something, so it's, right? It's, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's an interesting culture how it works. Definitely, yeah. And a different focus. Really cheap too, right? Yes. Yeah. You can just do it on a daily basis. Yeah. For us, especially. <coughs> All right. So then you went to uh, Australia, mm-hmm. mm, Melbourne, was it right? Yes, man. Yes, Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you have a lot of love for Melbourne. Like, well, like I think the love you have seen is the, all the photographs I made there. Right. Most of them, yeah, because um, that was the moment I was away for six months already, seven, and then I started to move with the camera more and more. And in Melbourne, I was able to shoot a lot on the street. And, yeah. And, yeah. There was lots of different lights there. Lights coming, shadows, different buildings, moving stuff. 
with long exposure time. I loved it, man. <laughs> All right. So Nepal was kind of your uh, your spiritual university part. Mm-hmm. And then you had, uh, let's see, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Uh, that's probably just kind of transition period. <laughs> Big time. And then, <laughs> and then you uh, come in Australia where you have your photography school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> you can design your own university yeah. if you just follow what you feel. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, but it's, it's like if you look back on stuff like that, you can kind of just put it in boxes like that. And like in, in hindsight, it's always you realize that, oh, wow, in that, in that period, I, I just developed this part of myself, you mm-hmm. know, and then you, you, even though you didn't realize it at the time probably yeah de- definitely yeah so because like our reality at the moment that's where we are, where i am right now as well like i'm not sure uh one year from now or two years from now how, how i will judge this period as in what kind of university i was at the time right so yeah. also the knowledge about our universities is what's developing <laughs> in age. yeah dude Oh, that's some deep shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're in the park now. We're, we're going down the rabbit hole. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Melbourne. That's um, yeah. I, I have personally haven't been there, but anyone who's been there has uh, says it's one of the coolest cities and right, yeah. lots of parks, right? Yes, it's, man. Uh, and Australia in general is just awesome. But very relaxed. <laughs> yeah, very laid back. Yeah. Very laid back. <laughs> you could do that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. That's uh, in in there. One of those things I learned, if you ask me, uh, because I there's much more things I didn't learn than I learned. But you ask me this question, <laughs> so <laughs> well, I'm gonna try. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things I learned, I came in Melbourne, and I arrived, and I needed to do there two things. The first thing was I need to find work because my, I ran out of money. You had a work visa too, yeah, right? Exactly. So yeah. I, I'm. All right, so you completely ran out of money. Yes, man. And then, and then you, when you just arrived in Melbourne, mm-hmm. one of the most expensive cities in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to try to to cling on the big train again, so you can earn some big money right. quickly uh, in a few months. That's a good way to. That's a good way of putting yeah. it. Uh, yeah. I, I smuggled cig- cigarettes inside the country, <laughs> <laughs> like in, in my backpack, like forty packages or something. Really, and you, you can just. And I didn't know that a friend tipped me, and you can buy them for two dollar. Uh, in Malaysia, and I could sell them for ten dollars in in Australia. <laughs> That's how I how I lived. From that was my first week of the living. international cigarette smuggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just once, just once. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, because a pack of cigarettes in Australia is like twenty five dollars. Yeah, fuck me, I'm yeah. twenty something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. insane. Yeah. yeah, but even like if you if you go there, and you're able to wash plates, wash dishes <laughs> in the restaurants. You earn twenty five dollars an hour. Yeah, wash so, dishes twenty five dollars an hour. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Different stuff, different stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I needed to do two things there. One was the work. And I know, I'd like, my luck is that I have a good resume in cooking. So I could easily find a restaurant there which would like to work with me. And then uh, then I could afford myself a place there and a bike and everything. Yeah, that, that's a good uh, thing too. If you, if you want to, uh, you know, have kind of like a nomad life or adventure traveling around kind of mm-hmm. life, it's, it helps if you have a profession that's, uh, that, that, can work yeah, exactly. anywhere you know like that helps definitely man like if if you're a good cook a, a good chef like it doesn't even you don't even necessarily have to speak the language very well you yeah. know as long as you're just good at what you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's a nice way to interact with the people as well like the moment 
you meet somebody and the moment you start making food with this person and eat it together, that's a nice friendship. That's I mean, true. it's not to eat with somebody together, man. That's that's, that's that, that that is, yeah. yeah. That's actually like eating together with someone is is kind of like a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. If, even though no, I, I mean, don't realize it much or something. What's that? I, I think we don't. I didn't realize that much before. Like yeah. when I looked like to the family life as well. You, we are we had the tradition that at night time the dinner we always did together. Get the family together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's like yeah. the inside time. <laughs> it's yeah, it's. Uh, that it's uh, yeah something that's been a part of us forever. You know, mm. it's kind of the same as um, you don't really really know anyone until you've gotten drunk with them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you it's know, true. it's true. Like that's uh, yeah, kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You you break through it, then you yeah. kind of like the, the filters are gone. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And then your yeah. consciousness doesn't work anymore. Yeah. <laughs> You lost and control. <laughs> especially if funny things happened or, you know, like while you were both inebriated, that's that's also kind of, you know, yeah, that cements things in a Sorry, way. What's that? Like, oh man, maybe I'm just rambling and shit. But, <laughs> but if, you know, if, if you're just, you know, you get drunk with someone and something funny happens, you know, hmm. that, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that memory together. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, man. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man, just laid back. It's yeah. all good. Um, yeah, but um, so where where did you end up working there? In a restaurant or? <clears throat> yes, man, I worked in the in the in the the most French restaurant I ever worked in my life. <laughs> really? <laughs> in some hotel, big hotel in uh, in Melbourne. And with the with the team, with all lots of international people, a lot of people working there uh, as a traveler like me as myself as well, but also a really good, inspiring chef where I like to really like to work with. I learned a lot from him as well, technically, food wise. Hmm. Um, so that that's that was a, in that sense also a cool experience to just jump in that life again. Hard working man, having these services. It was a big, big restaurant. We did like twenty five people, two hundred fifty people on a busy night. Well, and in different uh, yeah. stations and trying to yeah it's, it's you, like you gotta have matches. a yeah you gotta <laughs> have a have a well oiled machine to yeah, you know pull yeah, it yeah, off yeah. Yeah. yes definitely and the game is to make that machine function well so to know your stocks and know where to put what to make like a nice station for yourself to work and to really defeat yourself from these tickets coming out of the printer (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah and then it becomes a game as well because it's really fun too it's hard work but it's 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 fun to really yeah tired to to nail it (laughs) yeah i can imagine that man like yeah i worked i worked a lot in hospitality too Mm. during my travers uh travels Mm -hmm. but uh yeah mostly as a bartender yeah man that's cool too yeah but like the, the last job i had was this big um, it was it was like a big building with three bars in it, three floors, and uh, and the second floor also was a, like a fusion restaurant and a mm. whiskey bar. Mm. It was crazy fancy, <laughs> and um, but the 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 kitchen was on the was was in the basement, mm. and uh, you know every now and then I'd have to go there to grab some supplies for the you know for the bar, and uh, yeah, it was kind of cool like those those. Um, Orders just came out, kind of came out of a printer, and then they put it in a little elevator, and it goes through the building. And mm-hmm. you know, it's it's. Uh, you have to push on. 
Yeah, and it was it was like high speed, high mm. high uh, high stress, you mm-hmm. know, and um, yeah, it's kind of yeah, it's it's cool. It's yeah. uh, it's a good. You become an adrenaline junkie, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 hard. It's fucking hard work. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but it's also it's it's never boring. You no, know, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. For me, it gets now maybe a bit well, in some senses, but yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. Every every job is, isn't always fun all the yeah, time, yeah. obviously. But yeah, it's it's um, and and uh, most of the people working there were. F- you know everyone was from all over the place like some yes. italians some, some scottish people and yeah yeah definitely man yeah i was the only dutchy there <laughs> representing yeah 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 you become the dutchy yeah you become the dutchy clog wearing cans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm i'm actually pretty happy that i mean it's hard work it's it's physical work so um uh, it, it costs energy too um but i'm Actually, quite happy that I'm able to do a job where I can move my body, right? Instead of sitting on a, on a on a chair the whole day and and it's not, not for moving you. much, yeah, yeah. 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 <clears throat> so that that's why I'm happy about. I like to be fit. Yeah, yeah. it makes uh, it's the one thing that affects every every single aspect of you know what you do and you know how you feel. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. Moving, move yeah. the body. <laughs> All right, and then after Melbourne, you went where and why? Uh, yeah, so in Melbourne, I um, this is the moment I learned that when you arrive somewhere, that what your intention is, um, that can come to you pretty quickly. So in Melbourne, like I said, I had these two things. We were still at one. The first thing was the work, and I was able to do that myself easily because I didn't know, need anybody else for me to arrange that. I would just go to the restaurant, call them, leave my resume and speak to the people. And then at some point it did, something would picked up and, and I get my work. So that was no problem. The, the thing um, I said to the people when they asked me, oh, yo, you came to Melbourne, welcome, man. <laughs> What, uh, why did you came here? Then I answered them with, oh, I came for the music. Because in Melbourne, it's, that's a really um, artistic city. Um, And a lot of live music, a lot of uh, musicians, a lot of people playing. That's cool. And that was at the moment I started playing much more in Nepal as well. And I just wanted to follow that path, man. The music that that, that attracted me then. Yeah, so, because you, uh, you're also a drummer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And and uh, so, you, yeah, you had that skill with you too. Mm-hmm. That's not a good skill to have when you're traveling, be able to play an instrument. Yeah, for yeah. your own. <laughs> you yeah. know your landing zone, right. moment that you can play for yourself and yeah, and and, and find things, find the music, create the harmony. That's a, yeah, that's a G- good guitar thing. is a good instrument because you can yeah. take it everywhere. Definitely, man. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's also good when you want to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. And and just after you got laid. <laughs> that's also very cool or while you're getting late yeah. <laughs> Here we I don't go. know what you're into <laughs> <laughs> well I have a guitar with me <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah. no now we're getting weird <laughs> alright uh, you, you were uh, so you got in, you, you started playing in a band too while you were there yeah that was the funny thing so I said I came for the music I landed in a hostel and um People asked me what I came to do, and I said, oh, I come come to play music. And within two weeks, I had two bands. 
Hmm. And that was fucking cool. I met the guitarist, Amin, from Belgium. We became really good friends in the in the hostel there. And then a few days later, we met two other guys, another guitarist and, a, and an Italian singer, Matteo. And, and we just played a, a lot there. And then this guy from Serbia came um, and... Um, was a fucking DJ. <laughs> okay. So and, and so together with I mean the, the the guitarist, we became a trio as well, making music with electronics. So his DJ stuff and and tracks, and I mean playing guitar, me playing on drums and percussion, uh, and that was like a dream, man. That 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 happened so quickly, um, and I I've, I saw the the connection with the fact that I was being so straight about it when I arrived. When people ask me what do you come to do, I said I come to make music. And in the nunnery, like the, the the hostel, I met them very quickly, and we started playing there a lot. Hmm. That's cool. And then, so the question was: We go to uh, what did you do after Australia? Where did you move? We had a plan with that trio, the the DJ, the guitarist, and me, to to continue this practice of music together uh, in a different location. So we decided to move to Europe. Um, the guitarist. Uh, I mean, he was he was from Brussels, uh, and I would go home after one year and a half of traveling, and then we uh, would stay there and be there together. To end this story, the 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 guy from Brussels he he fell in love and moved to Paris with his love, his beautiful love, and and the guy from from uh, uh, Serjan, he got some uh, skin diseases when he was uh, trying when he was back to try to find some work. And so this plan collapsed, but inside me there was still this feeling of doing music. Feeling of doing music. Yeah. So, yeah, you just hop on and hop off in projects in life. And some succeed, or some will get far, and some are just plans. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we had a lot of fun there, man. Hmm. Play, making the music, making the music. That's cool. So after Australia, I decided, okay, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. But there's, I felt like there's one more thing I needed to catch from this trip. You know, I could, could go home after Australia. Australia was like, I was working there, big city, Western life. But I, I wanted to jump a bit deeper again in the nature. And then I chose for that, I chose Papua New Guinea. That's an island uh, above Australia, small island. And that was the jungle life man <laughs> that is that's, yeah, that's, that's a that's, beautiful place that's a, it's a straight up third world country though right mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, that's true man yeah. and it's not safe really <laughs> yeah yeah because i i remember you telling a story when you landed on the airport like someone um walked up and to you and he was like uh, <laughs> hey man what are you doing here definitely you kind of in a way like like why <laughs> and and then then he he kind of took you uh with him mm-hmm. and he he kind of took care of you uh, that's he, true he, man but to, to tell tell that story in detail yeah. because i'm paraphrasing so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but you got you got a lot of it i mean that was really funny it was in the airplane right. from um, Melbourne. I had my last night in Melbourne. I slept with a beautiful woman uh, in a, in a big uh, hotel room on top of a building. It was the last. <laughs> it was a romantic goodbye to the city of Melbourne. Uh, that's the best way to you know, <laughs> to make end it with a boom. Yeah, uh, and then I t- I took <laughs> the morning dude. very early. I went with the airplane to to uh, to Cairns up, up in Australia and then to Papua New Guinea, the capital city, Port Moresby, and. 
I was in the second flight and I was, of course, I was hangover and smelling like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you were that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, uh, then a guy, a few rows in front of me, he was turning around to me and smiling to me all the time. And while he was opening his third beer, <laughs> because you can drink beer in the airplane in uh, in Melbourne, of in Australia, he started speaking to me. And he said, hey, well, man, what are you doing? Like, uh, you know, it's very hot up there. And then I looked down and I realized that, that I was wearing some kind of hot sweater, <laughs> which was not suited for tropical weather. So he he could understand very well that, that I was not really knowing what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started speaking with him and he turned out to be a, a, an Australian military guy okay. from the Marines. So it was from the water elements. And... Um, He was living the expat life over there. He had an uh, an apartment which was like around fences everywhere and guards in the front. Uh, and I didn't know it was that extreme because this is what they do and they seem to find necessary to protect the white people there in a, in a city like Port Moresby. So it was pretty serious. So they uh, they're like in a in a like a gated complex yeah, with man. private security compound they call that yeah, yeah. compound <laughs> yeah there's like machine gun towers too or <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. and, and there's a way to understand it but that but there we speak later yeah, about yeah, it yeah yeah like the, the, the thing is I was walking there with with all my I took so many instruments from Australia which I bought over the time that I was playing there like a cajon and a lot of cymbals and a snare drum all fucking 14 inch snare drum <laughs> in my suitcase <laughs> Did stuff, so uh, and I did. I my plan was to just go and walk through the city with all that stuff, and so <laughs> this this military guy doesn't really sound like a plan. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, to have have a bit of shit, like just just throw yourself in there. And this guy he found that as as. Uh, potentially dangerous <laughs> so then he said man you go with me man <laughs> come to my apartment I, I, have a, I have a spare room uh, you have your own bathroom and, and you can stay there for a few nights uh, I've always wanted to do this but I never came to this chance to, you, you came here and I see you let's go to my home Wow, that's cool. Yeah. How, how long were you talking to him when when you when he uh, said that? Yeah. Like the flight was not very long, like uh, two like hours three or, or something. Two hours. Yeah. And then, so he dis- he knew that he needed to decide very quickly because otherwise I would just leave him and walk through the city. So and probably like, get killed. <laughs> maybe, 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 or maybe I didn't have all this stuff anymore. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he took care, and that was fuck, man, a very luxurious place, met with all nice bathrooms, and that's really movie-like, man. That's what I find cool when that's the traveling story. Like you throw yourself somewhere, and you end up with on some fucking beautiful place in a beautiful bathroom while you were just prepared to walk into the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these yeah. contrasts are interesting. That's yeah, but that's that's the thing, you know. Like if you if you um, if you're uh, a person who is uh, easy to talk to and you know mm-hmm. if if you're if you're if you're a sociable guy who just talks to people and you know like that's such yeah, a that's huge true. thing to have i mean like if if uh, that's probably um the 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 best skill uh, to to make sure your travels are to be awesome. social yeah i mean uh, and because i just you know because just talking to people and making friends Like when I was in Australia, I um, you know I was just shooting the shit with someone, and mm. um, 
and he uh, he had a huge sailboat, and and during um, I don't know it was a national holiday, hmm. and there was this air show uh, with uh, you know the military, you know doing flybys in in F F eighteen, I think, and uh, you know, and he's hey man, come come with us on the boat and bring a, bring bring a couple of friends, and you know I I sat there on this huge catamaran, just like a like a luxury yacht, just drinking beers with you know bunch of people who I've yeah. met once before yeah, but you know if um and yeah yeah people yeah, you just suddenly there yeah, in and, their and, life and, and what they do and, and you, can just and you be see the like, there, there were boats there too with like chartered um you know cruises people who pay a lot of money to to stand on a on a boat with uh, 50 other people yeah, you know yeah, and, yeah. and I was just here barbecuing on like a private vessel yeah yeah and just because I you know decided to talk to someone yeah, at yeah, one man. point It opens uh, doors, man. Yeah. It opens doors. Yeah. Shake a hand, share a smile, and the world becomes a little smaller. Yes, (laughs) man. That's very nice. (laughs) That's very nice. Yeah, like, you, you, you. There's a lot of people who really want to help. If you really need it, there's somebody with a jacket uh, who helps you find a way. uh, There's so much people taking care. And if you find the comfort to just land yourself in that unknown world of trust, then you can find very cool travel stories. Yeah. And most people are good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always good to keep your wits about you. Don't do, don't do, you know, don't, but yeah, you always think of, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's mostly our own fear, which makes us judge our environment as uh, dangerous or riskful. Yeah. True. But there's some, you know, there's fucked up people out there doing fucked up things. For sure. <laughs> For sure. But uh, yeah, but yeah, of course, as long as you keep your wits about you, I mean, just talking to people and hanging out with people and yeah. taking people up on when they offer you something cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, usually the right choice is to take it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you. Um, so you were hanging out with this dude. Yes, man, in his place, and. Um, he knew the country, he was a Marine, and he was teaching there a group of Papua New Guinean soldiers to be able to protect the borders and to, to, to learn the technical stuff about ships and language and science and uh, to, to drive a boat and to, to, to take care. Um, so I was then really seeing it from the um, like protected viewpoint. Like he was living that expat life, he was, he was being there protected and stuff, but I was still not satisfied um, I needed to still had trust that there was some cooler world outside of that protection if you again go out of the capital and, and, right. and try to go to find some uh, jungle somewhere and that's that's a process of I, I decided to go to a small place a town where I could go with the air, airport and it was very slow at the there was low season so I lived uh, then for a couple of days at this guest house and then you then we speak over the system how Papua Papua New Guinea's um, create stuff. They do that through the family. They they've always been working together as tribes, as brothers. Like the country, it's a, it's an island, and on that country there's 800 different tribes. They have their well, di- different language. It's insane. It's insane, man. A different language, different culture, different gods, different habits, 
um, different part of the country as well, somewhere in the hills, somewhere in the. Get on the mic. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so th- and, and that's very, they've been fighting a lot against each other as well, and, and some are in peace. And tribe warfare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it does, the tribe is deep inside them. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the moment I was in that guest house, I saw that that was one big family. And the word for family, I later understood that it was the word for tribe. So mm. they were all related. They were all family. They were all one tribe. And since I was hanging without with them, as just the only guy in the in the guest house there, um, they started to see me as one of them because we did grocery shopping at the same time and, and, and sitting and they showed me around and uh, they asked how I was and I was part of them, was chilling with them and then they saw me as one of me, one of them. And and now that was the moment I got along with some schmiegel looking guy. <laughs> he was really like the, the, the he always had bad plans and new ways how to find tobacco on the streets of, or or weed or like to, to to smoke something. And he was the he was the interesting guy, but he was really like a schmiegel man. He yeah. really wanted to like to show me kinda, around. Kind of kind of like a scary. Like, yeah, there you go. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> and you, you were befriending him. It is bad because he was very cool as well. Like he, I, I, I introduced him in like the most extreme maybe, but he had this, <laughs> he had this brothership as well, like taking care of your brothers and doing stuff together. So um, with him, I decided to go uh, from that guest house uh, to the place, like the little town where that family originally came from. Okay, and they were still having family over there too. And what they call again family, they call tribe. And over there, I met a guy. Uh, he was more like a, a mayor or something. He, he took a bit care of the place. His English was uh, pretty good too. And how, how big was this town? Like, how many people were there? This group of house was the two, three families, and then one hundred meter f- further again, all in gardens of coconut trees and and. And banana trees and, and shit, fruit, ripe fruit dropping down. <laughs> but so this was literally like in the middle of the jungle. Yes, man. In the f- yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, Definitely. no roads. Uh, did they have electricity down there? Or? No. 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 So it was just some real like hunter and gatherer society mm-hmm. there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, hunter and gatherer. This was more like um, taking care of the plants as well. So they had planted these coconut trees in a way that they the coconuts would rain down in that area so that was the harvest place of the coconuts okay. and the next day they, they took care of the place so they could feed each other really really richly from that huh. yeah. that's uh well, cool hmm. and and you you were walking in there and then like what well, what was the reaction like like uh, Paint me a picture of like the first time you went there like did you drive into a jungle did you walk or yeah that yeah so the last jeep stopped and we went out so this is over a couple of days of traveling so so you're, you're first in the, in a jeep for a couple of days yeah man, because like you the ne- then the next jeep goes the next day at, in the afternoon so, it's <laughs> so like then you you have to spend some some time well so but um were you traveling by yourself in these jeeps or were there other tourists uh? other not tourists but local people moving themselves Okay. It's, it's, they they use that as, as 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 moving and going to family, going to relatives too. Okay. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's like a, like a bus, but yeah. like smaller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the jeep only yeah, holds yeah. like like. Well, was one of those military ones where you yeah, sit yeah, in the back a, a bit more. Like yeah, some small yeah. Okay, so the, so that's like probably eight people or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah. also some bigger cars. Yeah, man, that's cool. And they then, <laughs> they, yeah, because at some point I arrived at areas where um, the the people that it was really rare for them to see a white person. Right. So as as um, as just who I was coming all the way to their area, they. I looked so much different <laughs> that it became sometimes an attraction to 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 come see me and shake hands with me. So you were kind of uh, you know like a novelty there. <laughs> well, like a guest or something. They want to right. ask questions and know stories from where my home was and how the world looks here. And yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that became the interaction. And, and 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 then because when I came to that jungle, the place where I would sleep. I had an arrangement, an appointment with a guy, um, and that was the old guy, the mayor, like the guy, the, the English, the well-spoken guy. And he um, he made me sleep at his house, and he said at some point, like he called me son. He was speaking to me, and he called me, "This is my son." And I looked up to him, and he could see my questing eyes. And then he explained, like, "Man, you're my son. I take care of you." Because this is how it works in here as well. Like how you have people, how you have families. That's that your blood mother and your blood father are your parents. You call them mom and dad. And then the the brothers and sisters of them, you call aunt. So in there they call all of them papa or mama. And just one layer, even more outside, they call auntie hmm. or nephew. So the, the 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 related people they just becomes a bigger group and it gets a bit more blurry because it's a word people don't know exactly what they what it is and then they just say okay it's so it's brother <laughs> um, but but yeah in there I could really they lifted really me up in being part of the family man wow. they introduced me as my son he when he introduced people to me he said this person you can call aunt and this this here this is uh, this. Hello, man. <laughs> hey, you can call him your brother too, because he's one of my sons as well. <laughs> so okay. it really became a thing, man. Wow. Brata. They have so many words for a guy. Oh, this has long been a long time. They have so many nice words for a guy. Barata. Um, you boy. You boy. You boy straight. <laughs> that's 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 all words to just say to a guy that he's nice. They have so many. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Are. It's a uh, Ori Ori Bata Straight. You, so you're an original brother straight. <laughs> that's uh, that's the phonetic way of using the English 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 language. Yeah, to, to speak I mean because them. because that sounds like English. Yeah, sort yeah, yeah. of. Ori Bata Straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Huh. So yeah, you were you were in this tribe then, and what, what did you do? Like like you're in the jungle, you you have you know. Uh, eventually, you you probably weren't able to take photos anymore because your batteries were empty. No, yeah, I had some battery, man. I, yeah. I took a few okay. to, the, to the place. But uh, but I mean, like, what do you do in a place where you you know? Yeah, like, that's a good question, man. There were some things um, they found interesting for me to see in the first place. That was their interest, but. For me, it really didn't matter. Like in every and everything, there was a story. How they make a campfire, how they are able to build houses that well from just using stuff from trees and make perfect, beautifully straight-standing houses. Um, how they learn from each other. That one guy is is doing something, and there's a few guys around him looking to what he's doing, like screwing a nail inside a piece of wood or whatever. And when he's 
when it's getting hard for him or he's not able to do it well anymore and another guy steps forward grabs the screwdriver and start doing it slowly the first man will just take a step back and look and have interest for how this guy is doing it so that he can do it better next time hmm. and these things man I find so cool there's this certain um, straight level of respect or something when somebody's jumping in to change the situation the other people trust that he's doing it for the greater good huh that's interesting and these things man these things with the nature people there's a nice balance in there huh yeah so, so they they focus on on like the group instead of uh, on the yes. just better on themselves the, on the individual yeah man right it's a huge difference in how the people are and go through their day and do stuff so yeah okay so then they they showed you around there yeah and uh, like what did you see what, what did they show you like did you go hunting with them yeah or yeah th- those kind of stuff as, th- as well because we moved around uh, like I said earlier um, I've been walking barefoot a lot over there because everybody wa- was walking barefoot barefoot was actually a, a, b- a nicer way to walk those paths, paths which, uh, which were made by a uh, foot of, of humans um, so on shoes you would just slip Well, if you could use your toes, you could really can move uh, move gently through these steps. Hmm. Um, and then we went around, man. Went around. Hmm. And I reacted to the place in a sense. Like, I, there was a lot of stuff I saw, but one of the things I saw was this... Um, this not knowing of what changes they bring to their lives. Like you asked me, did they have electricity? The answer was really no, but uh, on the last days I was there, they started to be able to take batteries inside the jungle and use that to charge stuff. So with little, um, that to connect it to a light or to a charger from a right. phone. Um, but what did they do with the stuff uh, which was not usable anymore, like the uh, empty batteries? they would do the same thing as what they always did with the stuff which was not necessary anymore like banana peels and coconut peels and whatever they threw it inside the jungle so (laughs) and that's a battery man and these days man it was so clean we were washing ourselves in water and from the same stream we could drink man you could wash your face and drink the water and drink the water and drink the water because it was clean it was clean water Mm -hmm. so clean that that the earth is that clean that you can really live close to it And they didn't know or didn't see uh, or didn't realize much that how they are now trying to live like us in a sense. Right. To have also electricity and also mobile cell phones and that that's harming their situation. That's really going to change over there. Right. Because of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, Yeah, it's kind of like China, you know, like they mm. they're they're just having this huge industrial revolution right now, but they just pollute so much yeah. and so badly that that you know like people are people are uh, you know people are getting sick from mm. it. So they're they're you know if you yeah don't it's kind of like a, like a bigger version of don't shit where you eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you if if you end up with so many people on the planet, 
then there's a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot uh, put it all, all under the carpet anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, how, how long did you stay with your jungle family? <laughs> In Papua New Guinea, I, I, uh, I stayed with them uh, for a month. A month? A month, yeah. But that was a really intense period that went really quick. Yeah, I, I believe you. I yeah. mean, did, did you, um, like, yeah. how, were, how well were you able to communicate with them? Like pretty the, well, man. The, the, the English the, was good? The, the English was pretty good. Cool. Yeah. And, and it, because they had the phonetic language uh, of Tokpishin, Mm-hmm. And that's literally translated um, talk of the birds, so language of the birds. And since they all are different tribes, 800 of them and 800 different language have, they couldn't communicate well with each other when they started wanted to start doing trades in history. So they invented some um, communal language, some overall language that every every tribe could speak, and they called it Tokpishin, which means talk of the birds Lang- hmm. the language of the birds so that language is a phonetic um, <laughs> way of using the English language to be able to say really simple sentences right and yeah. it's probably pretty funny too isn't yeah, it? Very funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's very funny you want an example yeah an example okay so I might have a dry dry mouth I'm drinking some water as well so one sec. <laughs> yeah, I got a, some smacking on the recorder. <laughs> ah, that's better. So they have the... They use the word belong from the English, in English language belong to say where somebody comes from. So in that sense it's the same. And they spell it as B-L-I-N-G uh, I'm saying it wrong B-L-O-N-G Blong 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 <laughs> and then when they want to say I'm from there they would just say me Blong and then the name of the place <laughs> and the word me is just M-I me me Blong <laughs> and then that's we went cool. me Blong Port Moresby and so communiceren ze, ja. Me, me blong Rotterdam. <laughs> ja, precies. Nee. Precies, <laughs> precies. Dus dat is inderdaad grappig, man. Mm. That's very nice. Hij start speaking Dutch in the meanwhile, you see. Yeah, We're yeah. so into the story. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Uh, d- did you... Uh, like, was it all fun? Was it all... Go- oh, yeah, hold on, like... Um, I'm pretty sure, even though they didn't have much uh, technology there, mm-hmm. that, that the people there somehow figured out how to make booze. Because, <laughs> yes, I mean, it, it doesn't matter where you are, like, yeah. everyone somehow uh, is able to make booze. Yeah, I mean, well, like in African tribes, they they uh, they make like liquor from honey. Ferment, anything was yeah. sweet, you can yeah. make into, into yeah. yeah, you know, and it's... it's yeah. So, so what? How, how do they party over there? Yeah, that's that's an interesting <laughs> one, man. Very good question. Because now that's a look into the culture. They had, uh, so, they used three different kind of items to get a certain high, which is like a caffeine. So it's uh, uh, the most important one is the betel nut, boa or boa something. Hmm. The betel nut. That's a nut. It grows in the jungle. 
you have to chew on that. So break open, break open the, the outside skin, and then take the inner part and that and chew on it, and that will be like bitter, sour kind of thing. Hmm. Then there's two other ingredients. One is a dried um, caterpillar uh, outside, which hangs. That's how it looks. Like it's a piece of the of the tree which hangs downside. And they take it off the tree when it's ripe, and they dry it. And that's like a stick. It becomes like a little stick where you can bite pieces off from. Hmm. And then there's this third component, and this is um, burned shells from the riverbank. And then they have this. They have the the white shells, which are like three, four centimeters long. And then they burn them on a big fire, and they all crush them and make like a powder from that. And that's the third ingredient, right? Jesus. So, but the, and they all are doing that. So it's very, very cool. And what, 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 what does that get you if you? Yeah. Uh, so they make coffee th- out of it, or no, do they no, snort it, it or something? Listen, it comes. I never saw this way of using drugs, man. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. So you you put the um, the dried um, uh, seeds, like that that, <coughs> that the vegetable thing. You put inside the white powder from the crushed uh, shells. And you put it in between your cheeks while you're chewing on the beetle nut. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's the sour thing. And then sounds it, like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and if you're doing it well, because there's a certain technique with com- which which comes with it. If you're doing it well and you use the right dose and the right amount, this becomes like a a red kind of paste, which would just be like a. Like it, we, you know, you, we used to have this uh, chewing tobacco. Chewing tobacco, yeah. yes, man. So it just becomes a thing like that, and people have, can have it in their mouth for hours. Wow! And they, they really they the high from it. So what's it's like drinking a few strong cups of ca- coffee or something, but then really moderate and and spread out. You can have that so for hours. So this guy. So you just feel really wired all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah awaken. Hmm. Interesting, and yeah. I, I think I've seen pictures of people doing that, and it looks like there's some like vampires or something. Yeah, man, they all like, yeah. become so fucking red, man. Yeah, they they all have brown teeth, like like really big parts of the teeth which are brown or completely black because of doing that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really I have cool pictures from that. Too. <laughs> Damn, I'm pretty sure that's not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 it's not. But so they fucking smoke tobacco. They have, they make, they they dry tobacco. Really, really, really high quality tobacco. We smoke there, and they that's from the leaves from the jungle, and they dry it. They make it themselves, so they dry it perfectly to the amount of moisture that they like, and they uh, make cigarettes from it. It's called Bruce. Bruce. Yes, yes, man. That's the name of the tobacco. That's, that's how they call it. And now what they use. To roll the bruise in is old newspapers. <laughs> you don't believe them. You don't believe. It's really insane. I've I've tried it, of course, as well, because the people around me were doing it. And man, I couldn't get over the taste of burnt ink, man. Yeah, ink. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Burnt ink on, on bleached papers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I skipped that one. Man, yeah. I mean, it's, so they have some of the best tobacco in the world, and they smoke it through <laughs> through old newspapers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Huh. But like, 
um, how, what, what does that village look like? Is, is there like a village square? Is, is there like a bar somewhere or one place where everyone hangs out? Or, or? Yeah, well, there's um, uh, on on the on the website there's a lot of pictures from this as well and from the environment mm-hmm. how how we live there, like how they built the houses, how they. Uh, had grown their t- uh, trees and, and used the place. Yeah, uh, speaking of website, like you're talking about your website, right? Mm, yeah. Um, what's on your website and what, what 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 can we find there and how do we find it? Nice. Um, well, the, the name of the website uh, is Marnix Photography and it's basically the... Can you spell that? Marnix, yeah, that's my name. And that's M-A-R-N-I-X and then just photography.com and Um, the same thing on Facebook, actually, also Marnix Photography. And that's basically the, um, you know, I go through the world and, and, and see the stuff. And sometimes um, I feel inspired to take pieces from the environment and make it into one framed thing, which we call a photograph. And to find attention when making this, find attention in the, in the, uh, in the photograph, in the moment. Hmm. And... Um, So yeah, yeah. Photography is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love taking, uh, especially photo- uh, taking pictures of people. It's yeah. interesting. How you like that? I'm yeah. I'm, I'm less a people shooting guy. I'm yeah. less a people shooting guy. Uh, mo- most of what I do is uh, is landscape, mm. but usually pictures of people are end up being the best ones, uh, yeah. or, or at least the most interesting ones. Uh, you know. That's true. I Man, the human is a fucking interesting object. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but. Oh. Um, All right, so so we can find those pictures uh, on your website, and yeah. then and then you came back uh, mm. after uh, Papua New Guinea, right? Um, what was that like? Just you know, being uh, out of the jungle and, mm-hmm. and back to to uh, home, yeah, man. being av- after having been away for uh, for a year and a half. Yes. Coming back. Yeah, like what, did you have a reverse culture shock? Maybe in a sense, if if that's how you call it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually it's, it's actually an official thing. Yeah, uh, okay. it's a thing. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's a thing now. Okay, yeah. we can so we can use the word. S- say it again. What's the word? Uh, reverse culture shock. Reverse culture yeah, shock. So Here if, we it, go. That's that's after you've been away from your own um, country for a long time, mm-hmm. and um, and if you experience like something radically different, or you know. For a long time, and you get back to normal, that messes uh, with your head, you know, and and yeah. and that's yeah, that's that's what it is. Reverse culture shock. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to fix some temperature controlling over here, <laughs> taking off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, reverse reverse culture shock. It's a thing. Well, of course, this happens. Um, I mean. We, we, I've been growing in a in a direction which my env- former environment didn't grow in, and then you meet each other again. So it's a fucking interesting time. You really see what's connecting and and how people react on 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 your experience, and that's 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 an interesting one too. Right, definitely. And then the life continues. So again, you have to go to the toilet. Again, you have to do some grocery shopping at the time and at some time. And again. Uh, you have to find a place to live, right? And as since we're having such amazing friends here in Rotterdam, that's that's really a blessing to just I was I was just able to land back in the city for the first two weeks. I arrived here, I didn't have a place to sleep, but 
I met friend after friend after friend and they all invite me to sleep in the house. So for the first two weeks I was just going from house to house and, and land in the in the in the nest of the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and that was even the last guy where I lived a half a year in this house you slept last night you slept yeah, in this yeah, house yeah. <laughs> I could sleep with him uh, in his house for a half a year and that's really cool man we help each other a lot yeah. there's a lot of trust for when you go away as well man. oh yeah for sure Ma- yeah Mart is he's like that man he's uh, definitely yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool man so he yeah. just like moved in right away yeah, yeah. okay man <laughs> can I can I sleep with your couch yeah sure and then well. it becomes six months yeah yeah, yeah. That's good. yeah. and in, in the meanwhile you ask like uh, but, Oh, the first day, I was like, please, well, you know, I don't have any plan. Tell me what's yours. And, oh, no, I, I find it kind of nice. Uh, you know, what do you want to eat or what do you want to drink? And, <laughs> and you start having interaction and it's all comfortable and you take care of each other. We, yeah. we like cooking together, so we had really nice, we made nice dinners and stuff. Right. Yeah, you know, it's not a lesson there. You you cannot make new old friends. That's the one of you, man. Yeah. That's, that's I, I remember that. That's yeah. a dick who bay one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you came back from traveling. I remember this. we were yeah. speaking at back in Rotterdam, and and you say like I've I've met a lot of friends um, who t- who turned friends after a while, and that was really cool. But I never met old friends. Yeah, like you really feel yeah. That's something else, man. You know each other so long and so well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our our mm-hmm. friends group is just Definitely. cool as shit. It helps me, like I said, it helps me to to have the trust in flying away again as well. Right. Like if I feel backup. You, yeah, you, <laughs> it you, doesn't matter, you know. You know, you, you there's there'll be someone taking care of you if if something you know goes wrong you if you need, need it. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we trust the interaction, man. You will do something back. Yeah. You created you create something cool for for this to happen. Right, so, and that's the interaction. Yeah. Get, get on the mic. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to build a studio or something. Yeah, like, where this like thing moves with the mouth. But maybe I'm just a really intense head mover. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Lying here. In the, the yeah, man. You're you're an intense head mover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Finally, something to put on my business card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> so um yeah man so so you're um so you came back i think it was about a year ago or so or two years two two yeah that's right yeah I, my my sense of time is a little warped too because i've been away yeah, you know it's uh, like yeah. i you know i've i've been gone for a year and a half yeah, too, man, and as well man so so I, mean, yeah. I, I missed pretty much everything that was going on here so then, then you know, like if I think back of like when you came back, like I'm mm-hmm. just missing a, me- yeah, a yeah. year in time, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, two years ago. Fuck. Yeah. Time flies, yeah, man. Big time. Yeah. Big time. That's what all the old people say. <laughs> it's true, but <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. It's true. It's and we're just here for a fucking blink of a second. Yeah. So you can, I mean, you don't have much control. Stuff is happening. You reacting to it. That's the that's the whole ball game. So if you can if you can get yourself in a mindset that you can sit down and watch the show, <laughs> right? That's the moment that a lot of comfort and a lot of ease will arrive in you. Yeah, just yeah. take a step back. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, don't don't uh, let yourself get sucked into yeah. you know bullshit. <laughs> yeah. 
Because everything is constantly changing and constantly uh, evolving in each other. So it, it's going up and down for sure. <laughs> hmm. <coughs> All right. So I, uh, after you came back, then you just went back to work. And um, you did that for like, uh, yeah, well, after you came back right away, right? So you're working in a restaurant, you're doing your catering stuff here. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, a restaurant that's also owned by a couple of people yeah, in a friends group. You know? yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really cool project. Yeah. Three friends, like uh, Joost, Peter and me, who uh, really from our original friend group uh, became now colleagues and doing some a project like that in the city. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's, and it's this, working out. It's their business, man. That's fucking cool. Yeah, it's working out. Well, you're yeah. a part of it too, you know, it's, yeah. Cool. Yes, yeah, of the story for sure, and I'm really happy with it, but not of ownership. Right. That, yeah. Well, maybe someday. I don't think you uh, want that just yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, because I, uh, you're uh, you've been here for a while, you saved some money, and and um, now you have another big plan. <laughs> yes, for sure, man. For sure, yeah, yeah. It is something which excites me at the, uh, these weeks <laughs> of, of my life. Yeah. yeah, there's another plan, man. It's um, happening in in uh, like uh, six weeks, right? Something like that. Yeah, it's if getting I, close. If, yeah. yeah, it's getting. Should there. be exciting, man. Yeah, yeah, big time, man. Big time. <coughs> like it's 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 now you know that period that uh, it starts to come. You start to realize, and uh, slowly, uh, I was just being taking care of the stuff I need to do. Like I said, I'm I'm. Leaving with a lot of um, cool toys to play with, right? Like the um, what's what's your plan, big picture? Like like what are you going to do? In a few cents, yeah. yeah. Um, well, like the concept of the whole um, uh, of the whole trip is me going with a camper van and uh, in the back some instruments and some uh, photography uh, equipment. Uh, and me just uh, having time for that and being with it so dive into that expression a bit more mm -hmm. and um, work a bit on farms man I found a really cool website uh, www.oof.com or, or dot yeah. something but that's yeah. that's the, that's it the, and, and so they, they create a platform yeah. to create uh, to get in contact with uh, um, organic farmers And they have a small profile picture there with a pic uh, and, and a small description of what they do, what they grow, and in which months of the year they could, they could use some help. And then you can go there, help them out. And um, uh, by um, working on the farm, they offer you to stay there, so to, to live from their supplies, to drink, to uh, eat, to, uh, to, to be their guest. And uh, that's, a, that's, for me, a really cheap way to, uh, to be able to extend this for a bit more time, so I have more time to really uh, sink into an environment like a small village in France where, which I want to photograph like if I can be around that and move around that and bicycle around it because I'm taking my bicycle as well with me to drive around the hills and, and with the camera of course then I, could, I can really sink into an environment and take time for the environment to, to create really something beautiful which what really speaks to the eye right so that's That's a, that's an important aspect of this trip, man. So you're gonna travel, work on farms, take photos. The concept. That's and cool. And take all those instruments, all those instruments. There's new instruments now, um, which I can take with me, 
Um, you got a this, guitar, you got a couple of congas, right? Yeah, man, a, a cajon, a djembe. I take uh, some parts of my drum kit too. So my bass drum, snare my hi-hat, some small setup. And I'm now, since half a year, able to make that electronic as well. So I have a microphone and an and, and, um, amplifier, amplifier and recording gear and a good laptop. Now to really... Um, make the combination of me repeating myself so creating a song I have a, a, a pedal for that which is called a loop station as well so I can create layers on top of each other um, which where I can really just use myself to um, create some expression to make different layers to make make a story go work to mm -hmm. use the imagination yeah 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 so okay so that's, that's cool. some two things, like like I said. What, what's your what's your route gonna be like? Like you're gonna start from Rotterdam, and what which countries do you wanna drive that, through? Yeah, yeah, like the Mediterranean European countries. So uh, France down to Spain. I wanna be in the Pyrenees for a while, and then um, down to Portugal. Man, Portugal attracts me in a way. I think it's very beautiful and laid back and very rich in nature and culture. Um, but so and and then find beautiful places to stay and to photograph, and maybe if I find people to play with, then I can play music, and um, or or work on my own stuff. So it's it's really I feel inspired, man, these days. Like I've now uh, been working here for two years again, uh, and one and a half year for, uh, with with Peter and Joost. That has been a cool time, but there's stuff inside me which I cannot put in this job, um, and I and I want to give some space. And that's more of the photography and more of the music. So now I feel a lot of inspiration for that and want to uh, make that into a photograph or make that into a melody. Right. Are, are you going to like uh, keep a diary or, or make a journal or, or write a book or, or keep a blog or something? Yeah. By the way, just uh, put out your website out there again. Yeah, just yeah it's marnixphotography.com. And on yeah. Facebook, it's the same. Marnix Photography. That's my name. M-A-R-N-I-X. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so that's Google. a pretty Dutch name. Yeah, I very, think it's a very Dutch name. Very yeah. Dutch. Yeah. 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 So yeah, and but the, the <coughs> diary will be the photographs. Okay. Um, I I will not speak much in words. Are, at are first, you uh, are you on in Instagram or Instagram? I'm 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 new to that, so mm. I'm not sure how how I will find the habit to be with another social platform again. But um, uh, so that I'm not sure. But otherwise, if I will be there, it will be something like the same monarch photography. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So Google that and yeah. Instagram that. Facebook and, uh, is, is yeah. what I use uh, basically. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Are you gonna just stay in Europe mostly? Um, so yeah, for the first part, yes. To to have this lifestyle, to be in this energy, to to start working with these ideas. Um, and new gear because there's a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, then I'm thinking of making the jump to Africa as well. Oh wow! Yeah. I'm thinking that, but I'm not sure because a lot of stuff will happen before I reach the 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 most southern border borders of Spain to 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 take to take the boat. So I'm not sure what I will find and what will what will keeps me there, what will makes me go, but I think it's maybe kind of interesting to drive to Morocco as well. 
right. and make make pictures and to be in an, <clears throat> in, a, in, a, in a bit of a different culture again as well. But we'll see how we we see how we feel by then. Apparently, there's uh, good surfing there too. Surfing, yeah, like on a wave. Yeah, good waves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. I've never done that. Did you do it? Oh yeah, yeah. In Australia, man. Yeah, yeah it's, like it's awesome. It? I love it. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. That did you ever got like a. A wave that you stood and felt. Oh like yeah, 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 yeah. I I got pretty pretty decent at it. Yeah, nice, but it's um, it's really interesting. Like I I can totally see why it's so addicting and why why yeah. people just turn it into a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, dog. <laughs> the dog is gonna say hello. Yeah, there's yeah. Like I mean, it's a public park, <laughs> so yeah, that's a good dog. Yeah, man. fucking curly. <laughs> Sniffing like your sheep. stuff. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like a pillow, man. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Dogs are so cool, man. They're 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 the best animals. Oh. They really earned man's best friend. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, surfing, um, <laughs> surfing. Um, yeah, because it's it's a constant challenge. It's uh, it's never the same. You know, there's there's not a single method to to like catch a wave because every wave different mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you and it's it's a workout too man like your your <laughs> arms if you if you uh just start out your arms will will uh, sour, man. oh yeah like after 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 10 15 minutes in the water the first time you do it your yeah. your, your arms are burning man. <laughs> yeah, and uh sure. yeah like you yeah. gotta pedal out and you know yeah. and then there's there's uh, it makes speed but the more sp- because yeah. the more speed you have the bigger the chance you can fucking catch the thing yeah so you got you gotta time it yeah. the thing is a, a, lot, <clears throat> a lot of it is waiting actually mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. just uh, you're just sitting uh, um, diag- um, you're just sitting on your surfboard mm-hmm. basically and you're you're just reading the waves that are coming your way and figuring out which one um, is a good one to 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 try to catch, mm-hmm. and sometimes it takes like five minutes before a good wave comes along, and then you have to decide: <laughs> Am I going to try to catch it? Because if you if you don't, like you you got to you got to pedal like a maniac, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and you know, so you so you use all your energy, and and then if you if you're not fast enough and you don't catch it. It it rolls under you and and you have to like pedal back out again, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty good spot. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you, so you gotta there's there's a lot of um, it it's it's there's a lot of waiting and 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 that's also um, yeah, super important that you catch the right one, you know. So that's it's it's like meditating mm-hmm. and you're you're just sitting there yeah. looking at the waves and there's you know and and feeling the water. Bringing you up and down, yeah. Like getting yeah, into the kinda, rhythm of the water, re- man. Exactly, yeah. And it's and it's in, insanely peaceful. Yeah. And, beautiful. And you know, like uh, after, after like surfing, I, I it just doesn't ever bore me. Mm-hmm. I just get tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like it, yeah. you can do it as long as you you're physically able to. You know, mm-hmm. like it never bores you. <laughs> cool. And and after you've done it, man, like I, it's just like. Uh, yeah, if 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 you ever surf, then you 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 know you got decent at it, which, which you can you can learn it in in um, in a week, you know, mm-hmm. if if you if you really go for it, mm-hmm. yeah, to just get good enough to yes. have some fun, yeah, yeah, and um, you, you, 
once you've experienced what it's like, you really understand the why there's a stereotype like, "Hey, man, serve it, dude." Like, yeah, dude, it's so good. And, yeah. and because those guys are just, I mean, it just, yeah. Uh, every time you get out of the ocean, you just feel completely balanced. You mm -hmm. know, like you yeah, you find your center, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. like Zen mode. Yeah extreme yeah. it's it's awesome yeah, and it's an it's a it's an adrenaline rush too like yeah. once you catch that wave yeah, finally yeah. and standing you feel there yeah you stand there and you feel the acceleration <laughs> yeah, and and you can feel Pushing like you. the power of the wave yeah, too man. because it's there's so much energy in there yeah. you know like it's <laughs> and, and you're just like riding on it yeah, like this rad. this yeah it's yeah it's awesome it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah some of the best feelings yeah. in the world man yeah, yeah. Yes. i can imagine Surfing is great. I, I miss it since since I've been back. It's uh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it um, makes you chill. Yeah, it makes you a chill, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if um, if you're like close with nature, like you, it that calms you down. It's good for you. Mm -hmm. They even did um, research on that. I'll, I'll I'll see if I can find it. Put it in the show notes. Mm. Uh, but if you walk around in a park for like. 15 or for like 30 or 40 minutes um when you're surrounded by by trees and fresh air and all that you actually uh, your your brain uh neurons start firing differently and mm. you you get like less stress hormones yeah. and stuff like it's yeah it's good for you yeah. and and you know that, that also explains why people in cities are just stressed out mm -hmm. you know they're just in a concrete jungle and it's like you know we're just far from uh yeah, nature, man. Yeah, yeah. Far and, from nature, dude. Yeah, but it feels good. Yeah, but it's like yeah. the 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 sight of stuff what grows on yeah. itself. Like yeah. I don't touch it, I don't need to give it anything, and it's also growing and moving to more. It's different and interaction, fresh air, stuff feeding each other. Mm -hmm. Like the the, the 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 shit from the birds become the ground where the where the grass grows from and the rain. Like it's all all like a closed circle connection. Ah, that is, that uh, that that makes me uh, makes me stronger as well. Every time I'm in there, right. So that's also with the travel. Like I really choose to <coughs> be in that environment as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's personal for everyone, but uh, definitely, yeah. definitely. Like, like one one of the yeah. W when I go travel, I I just always want to get out of the city as quickly mm. as I can, really, mm. and, unless I'm visiting like a really awesome city like Tokyo or or. New York yeah, City or yeah, something, yeah. But because cities are still beautiful. Yeah, they're they're it's cool just, yeah, yeah. for different. Yeah, they're also really cool for for different reasons. Yes, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But hectic, yeah, hectic. Uh, high energy, high stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the feeling <coughs> that you need to grab, like to to work to make your life work or something. It doesn't it doesn't flow. You would need to. You have deadlines, stuff coming, appointments. High pace. Mm -hmm. All right, so you're gonna. Um, do you have any idea how long you're gonna travel around, or, or are you just gonna yeah. do whatever? Basically, basically just leave. Um, like, uh, I'm thinking I'm saying something like the same as I said with my previous travel. When the people ask me how long I was gonna be away, because that's a common question to hear, um, I usually said, well, I don't have other plans. Um, let's say let, that I go for minimal a year just to know that that's really far away that I cannot imagine 
Yeah, years. It sounds so big, right? Yeah, years. Very. Yeah, I cannot plan what I do next year. But it it goes by so fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. That's true. Yeah. A blink of an eye. So again, sit back and watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cool. There's a lot of interesting stuff happening. If you just be able to 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 look around and observe the world, like when you're in the in the tram uh, going to work, you can be on your cell phone and 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 swipe through the same stuff you see every day. Or you can see how the world around looks you, which maybe can surprise you in a sense. How just people are, how yeah. just people sit, how they just move, how they just interact. Like the moment you start to be, <coughs> to be able to observe, just to observe without questioning or without judging or anything, just see it. Then a lot of stuff becomes interesting to observe. True, very true. It's very cool, yeah, man. I, th- I think, yeah, like the, you know, the cell phones and everything, I think it, it um, makes people miss out on a lot of really cool, interesting, ugly, beautiful things that yeah, yeah, just yeah. happen around them all the time, you know? It's just, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah. like watching people. It's just interesting to That's watch. Right. It's fun yeah. to watch, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't say that if you're not using a cell phone that you're not being mindful, because this was where we were speaking of. Just mm. be able to... Be in it without uh, yeah. just to see it, and it doesn't mean that you, when you don't have a phone, you you're always being mindful. But just a thing to learn. It's yeah. it's such a fucking cool skill to be able to live your life and uh, time after time after time you go back to just what it is, right? And not what you think it is or what I I, I what do you fear think it should it be is or how yeah. I, I think it should be or should not or whatever. Can just sink into what actually is, and uh, yeah, just be in the over, moment. And then over there, it becomes to be. It turns out to be pretty, pretty okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it pretty okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, yeah. You're gonna be gone for at least a year again. <laughs> Let's say that. Let's say. Cool. Let's uh, say that. I don't have other plans. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I, I change my camper van at some point for some Portuguese farm. I'm not sure. Mm. We'll see what happens. That's cool, man. That's uh, yeah. That's adventure, <laughs> yes, shit, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes it, it makes me excited, mm. and uh, because a lot of stuff can happen. A lot right. of stuff can happen. Who knows, man? Like, do, like, do you um, uh, do you have an idea what you want to do with uh, like? Uh, I know you're like a really good chef, you know, mm. with a lot of accolades and. Thanks. Yeah, well, I mean, shit. That's that's uh, also the food critic's opinion. You know, yeah. it's uh, yeah. you don't get to work in the place you worked at if you're. Uh, I mean, you, yeah, you got to be good, man. Mm. That's uh, yeah. so. I mean, we know you're good at that. Your, your photography is a big thing for you. Music mm. is a big thing for you. Do you have any idea, like which, you know, which way you want to go? Uh, at, at the moment, it depends on the project. So my last project was... Well, this is your dream to be like a photographer or, or like a rock star or, or whatever? I, I don't live much following how I want it to be. I I feel inspired to make photographs by time. And this is the moment that I go out and take my uh, take my camera and, and shoot the city and shoot what's moving and, and everything. And there are many moments as well that I'm home and inspired to uh, to play the music and for what i can judge in my life from my past when that when a project uh, starts so you meet a person could be in music or in photography or in anything 
you meet this person and together you make plans and you start to do something serious and, and then that's a project. So now I've been doing it, this restaurant project again. I mean, cooking is my profession. I can uh, um, really uh, be in a kitchen. That's really a comfortable environment for me. I know a lot of things of that. And I'm interesting to see what will happen if I um, are doing uh, if I'm doing this project with more of these other three ways of express, uh, expression. Hmm. So, in other words, we're more with photography or more with music. Uh, in, and we'll in, see in other words, uh, just we'll see whatever happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and check the website. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm going to start shooting the moment I leave. So. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> oh. yeah. Nice. Um, all right, I always end with, with like two questions. Um, one is, uh, like, what's the, the craziest, wildest, funniest story you've, you've encountered in your travels where you were like, holy shit, that just ended just well, or I could have died, or whatever, or did you have, like, a moment that was just, you know, mind-blowing? Or Well, like, I I really like romance as well. Okay, yeah, of course. I like I like the, the intensity of... Uh, of a woman's body close to mine, especially when there's love interaction going on. I mean, the sensitivity, sensitivity of the skin and hands and movements and breathing and sounds. You, it's like a movie. It's like like you, like like a dream. Yeah, it's so, awesome. It's um, the best. And my <laughs> last night in Melbourne, like I told you, yeah, uh, I I was able to live um, one night with my wife for one night because we came there in the hotel room we had everything arranged for ourselves <laughs> and i mean everything <laughs> and we could stay there for one night in one of the most expensive um uh, in the top building a suite you know like a, a penthouse and drink champagne and go wild together and blah, jump on each other and go with the with the night really right. really like surfing <laughs> and then the next Actually. morning, I walked out of the of the of the uh, hotel, and I was gonna take a cab at five in the morning to take me to the to the airport, and I didn't sleep that night, and then through my body, I felt like a lot of rock and roll satisfaction. That, that, yeah. Oh, dude. Like like, this, I think everybody has a part of, of him which just want to be badass in a sense. Yeah. And I, I, had, I mean, you don't hear me like this very often, but that was my moment. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, dude, that's that's the best punchline to a story I ever heard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like, like this really deep story, and the conclusion is like, yeah, that was pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, and <laughs> but that's, the that's great. Man. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And um, yeah, is it, did you did you never get into a situation where like something really scary happened or something? And, um, when you were in Papua New Guinea, like you, were you ever like really intimidated by something or something, or not? Not really in an extremely aggressive way, but it was a bit dodgy <laughs> everywhere. Right. There was uh, at, at some point, I was having a conversation about buying a diamond <laughs> of one million dollars. <laughs> it was a really serious conversation with a guy standing straight in front of me and two guys standing. Like at at eleven and at one o'clock, <laughs> you know, <Yeah>, right? <laughs> and, and, 
and 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 he was speaking about yeah, you just need to pay this part and I have that part and then he <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> trying to sell you a blood diamond <laughs> yeah man well yeah so uh, and that was pretty because I know there's Papua New Guinea there's a lot of minerals in the ground um, because it's a really rich 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 nature so the sun sunlight there's a lot of coral reef it's very colorful all the all the flowers and so there's a lot of minerals landing on that piece of the earth mm-hmm. and uh, you can see that in the ground as well because there's magnesium and, and, and gold and, uh, and even diamonds man in the ground of Papua New Guinea so uh, yeah and that's really worth a lot of money in the world so the, the, there's also people like uh, smuggling this and right. and since there's a lot of money there's a lot of weapons uh, because they can now buy weapons and stuff so it's it was a bit dodgy in that sense and I had to be careful but I I landed there and at some point it's like a system it, uh, there's a new culture going on so also different rules since I was moving over there also when I just arrived uh, in that small town in Papua New Guinea, since I moved with the people who belonged to me, there was nothing strange happening, nothing going on. I was a respected visitor, hmm. and I could just go with them, and they introduced me to people, and, uh, and there was really like a right, tribal yeah. thing. Man. Basically, just as long as you're cool, people will be cool with you. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you can really trust <coughs> in that. Man. If you if you trust the environment, if you give the environment a good first. Usually a good comes back, and otherwise it's much easier to see his bad as his problem. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, second question. Mm. Um, if you were uh, talking to someone who's also thinking about, mm, you know, traveling the world and, and having like wild adventures, mm. uh, what's the one piece of advice that you would? give that person like if you're you know to do this to make a move like this yeah well for the first one would probably be uh, you know go for it obviously mm, yeah yeah because it's it's to start off with it's not for everybody I mean it's it's um, um, not the 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 paradise life um, the solution to everything kind of step to do that's definitely not true because the life continues and also the uh, so all parts of life will come on a daily basis to you. But to have trust. I mean, um, everybody's different. So some people of you will just do this uh, to, to jump yourself, uh, to jump in the deep and everybody will do it in this way and uh, have his talents to share. And uh, what I saw a lot is the moment that I'm able to share something of me for them to make them happy that a lot of stuff happens in a positive way, then they create stuff for me to be happy as well. And since I'm a guest, they want to uh, protect me and take care of me. So th- that's just a nice thing to start. There's nice people all over the place. <laughs> just be a good dude, basically. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. just calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be cool. Just yeah. be cool and, and help the people, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Um the best thing you can do is really just, you know, add some value to someone else's life or mm-hmm. just, like, be a good person. Like, it's like yeah. even if you do, like, little things, you know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know, like, whatever. And you can be of value help sometimes because you have a different <coughs> point of view. Yeah, of course. Day, you're different than them, so then, yeah. But it, it, it results in, like, just, just being like that results 
in a lot of good things coming your way too, mm-hmm. indirectly mm-hmm. usually. So it's mm-hmm. you know, yeah, man. but uh, yeah. Yeah, you basically um, you can even look at it in a selfish mm-hmm. way. Like if you do it, you'll just create a lot more opportunity and yeah. for yourself. Yeah. So yeah, just be a good dude too. You know, this is be a good this dude is to this is maybe what they have a name for that. They, this is maybe what they call karma. Yeah. Just if it's a mirror, man. <laughs> it comes back, whatever you put in there. It's like a boomerang. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Right. Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Mm. Be a good dude. And <laughs> <laughs> Be like happy. In, 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 what, in what way um, uh, would you say it's not for everybody? Like, why? Mm. Uh, it's just to, to take care of that I'm... I don't think I have the solution to life. I, ju- right. I just de- I just decide to explore. Right. So right. you know, so it's 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 not a uh, neither a good or a bad thing. It's it's a it can be a really interesting thing to do if you if you like to do that. If it comes from inside you and you have questions or or, or you right. inspire to do something. That yeah. So so also just don't do it just because it's kind of the hip thing to do to travel. I guess. Yeah. 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 That's true, man. So just only That's do true. it if you if you really want it and realize that it's not always going to be easy. Yeah. It's not always going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. Um, it's the life. Yeah, but life. it's it's yeah. It's it it will be an adventure. That's yeah. the one thing that's for sure. And you know some yeah. I mean, some some people I talk to have had. Like shitty experiences, but I'm mm. pretty sure they learned something from it. Yeah, yeah. And if you if you have the consciousness of your mind to be able to do it for the reason of the travel, and not for the reason of um, finding yourself, not for the reason of um, to decide what to do when you are back or when I'm back. Right. Just do it for the sake of the travel. Yeah, that's another funny thing. Like, like, uh, like, yes, traveling changes you, and yes, going on a very long trip definitely will have a yeah. have a major impact, impact on on, yeah. on you. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But I think a lot of people also go into it with, all right, I'm gonna go on this trip, I'm gonna travel around, and when I when I get back, I have found myself. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just you know, I'm just gonna go to this country and look at the mountain. Yes, exactly. And then I'll. <laughs> Open my third eye. <laughs> then I'll understand everything. You know? And and then, then you find yourself there and the next week something happens which is new and then you feel disappointment again and then you're like fuck I shouldn't feel this disappointment. So now I'm not. Because happy. I found myself man. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> then you become in this discussion because the life continues. Right. The life goes on and takes you can take you from a throne like that. Right. But yeah. you can, but you yeah, can just, just, learn so just much. go go in without without uh, having like a final goal in mind, you know. Mm-hmm. Basically, that's mm-hmm. what you're saying, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah. it's I mean it's hard to do because that's the habit, the habit pattern of the of, of of me as well of the human. But to to feel like the path is more important than the destination, right? That just to walk that because of walking it. Because right. that's where we are right now. I have yeah. to do it's this, man. It's about the journey. Yeah. It's about the journey, man. No, but it's it's true, dude. Um, yeah. What what are some um, essentials for your travel, personally? What's the one thing you couldn't live without uh, in your backpack? Yeah, yeah. This. So this trip, 
Um, I learned a lot during my pre <laughs> previous trip. Yeah, um, probably took way too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that in the first place, and in the second place, um, that I felt inspired to 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 work with. Um, photography and music and I, I became more like a child inventing new stuff and <laughs> that way of being I, I enjoyed very much so for this travel I'm a bit older now when I depart um, I take stuff with me where I find it very cool with to play with so I'll, this is why it's it's an it's, it's an artistic trip too if you can right. call it that way <laughs> I mean yeah we're gonna fucking make some music and make some badass pictures of, and and, and Harvest some be crops. With that. Be with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So, um, your camera. You got your camera now with you. The new mm. Fuji. What yeah, is no. it? It's a Fujifilm XT2. Okay. So uh, the the older one is the XT1, and that's that's <coughs> been. How do you call that in English? A system camera. You say. That's uh, it's a it's mirrorless. a digital camera. camera mirrorless. Yeah, yeah. Digital camera and which change with changeable lenses and. Okay. Yeah, but it, it doesn't have. Uh, it's it's not a DSLR. It doesn't have a mirror, so you no. you look it's smaller. Yeah, it's it, it it doesn't click, so it doesn't move. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the only thing it. Yeah, I mean that's the reason why it's so small. Like the one thing it cannot do is just that you look directly through the lens. You know. It's true. It's true. But you it's know, software doing that. For for uh, traveling, it's great because yeah. they're small and yeah. the quality is great. And, yeah. You, know, you can so find amazing lenses for them too. Yeah. For this, this is really, for me, good because I make uh, mostly pictures at night, mm. in the nighttime where there's low light and and maybe elements moving in the picture and, and the distension, and for for that, this I found this camera very very <coughs> having nice results in that. So that's that's cool, man. I, I have some new toys, <laughs> and that's because I got really lucky. One of the things that I was living in a house in Rotterdam. And um, somebody bought that house, so I was not, um, and he wanted me to move basically. So you were renting it. Yeah, I yeah. was. I was renting it, and and I became a new owner of the house. And this owner wanted me to move, so he could rebuild the whole place and then sell it for a higher price. That was his business. That was what he was doing. Um, and so then suddenly I was in the position of 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 a person who wants to be who needs to be removed and in the Netherlands I mean if you're a bit like um, taking it easy like uh, making sure that you that, that, that you keep your legs stiff if you will <laughs> then you can have some negotiation going on and in this negotiation I I I could make like eight thousand euro. Yeah, that's that's a, <laughs> that's the thing. Like like here here in the Netherlands, you cannot just kick some people out of out of your house, even if it's your house. Yeah. Like if you're if you rent a place, you get a whole lot of rights, and it's almost impossible to uh, to get. You know, you gotta be you gotta yeah. be big big asshole yeah, to get man. thrown out of a yeah. rental property. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, even though you were renting it from him, he had to buy you out, yeah, basically. Man. And and he did for 8,000 yes. bucks. That's insane, huh? Yeah. So, that's I mean, fair. that's a nice... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a nice... That's so I'm able to buy some stuff, some some uh, nice camera with some lens, or uh, yeah, by earning some some nice guitar and the amplifier. And now having yeah. nice toys. Man, I won't be bored. <laughs> I won't be bored. Cool, cool. Well, so one more time, Marnix Photography. Marnix Photography. 
Facebook.com. Facebook, maybe soon on other platforms as well. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm curious to what you think of it. Like I'm making the, the picture, like in every picture there's a certain story. You are in a certain position, sometimes laying down on the floor, moving some pieces of grass away, or, or sometimes holding it very high. I mean, you, you do something to create that picture. And basically follow uh, an idea, an image I have in my head to create from that what's possible with light and movement. And um, so this is the world behind it. I mean, this is how I experience these photographs. But I'm interested also, if you're able or you um, can put it on the words, what you feel or experience or see when when you see a photograph like that or let it let that image sink in a bit. I find that interesting. What it does to people. What is it? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, photography is great. It's uh, yeah, capturing a moment, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great art form. I love it too. Mm-hmm. <coughs> But um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's about time we wrap it up. Uh, we yes, went, went over two hours. <laughs> nice. Is there any, like, is there one uh, like something else you want to plug or, or something you want to say or whatever? To all the billions of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, billions of listeners. <laughs> no, basically, um, you and me, Dick, you're a good friend of me. We just sat down and went through a lot of stuff and uh, had some like um, interaction going on. And we're just sitting here around the birds and everything and everything goes peaceful. And I think we understood quite some things today. Yeah. Like uh, about each other, about some, life, about my plans, about deep uh, stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> touch on things. Yeah. So I, I, I feel good with the, yeah, with the, with, with what, what happened to today, man. It's fucking sunny now. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the sun. And the, the, you know, the sun's breaking through the clouds, and yeah, yeah watching, watching some rich people sitting on their boats. It <laughs> <laughs> looks nice out there too, man. Could almost swim, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, could, um, I, but well, you, yeah. but there's there's like this poisonous, you know, weed in the water now. That shit. Yeah. <coughs> it does look nice though. Mm. So yeah, dude. Well, thank you so much for uh, you, for sitting down and having a chat and mm. record it. It yeah. was fun. It was Thanks, fun, dude. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 met each other a bit. Like, <laughs> we spoke about something. It's nice, man. Yeah, it's nice. That's also a kind of photograph. It's there. It's kind of in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good times. Good beautiful, times. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you much, Dick. All right, dude. See you. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, see you next time. Tot ziens. been listening to the polarizer podcast check the show notes for links and details on literally everything that was discussed and mentioned during the show subscribe to this podcast for free on itunes or your other favorite podcast directory to never miss an episode and be so kind to give us a five-star rating and review visit the polarizer.com for high quality articles on making life an adventure traveling the world being the best you can be and other topics that fuel the fire in your soul that's the polarizer.com one word including the thank you for listening and thanks for telling a friend it really makes all the difference